Good morning. I'm Reverend John Yaxley. I want to welcome you to this worship space, whatever your circumstance in life, however you're feeling, welcome. Today we're thinking a bit about families and how Jesus connected with his family. So let's pray together. Father God, thank you that we can worship you together today. Thank you for your creation, especially for families, for the gift of people. We ask you to encourage and bless all who are finding family life challenging or tough just now. Help us to know your presence and your peace as together we worship you. Amen. And so we have now the song, Father, I place into your hand. Here are some prayers for our families. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for our parents and siblings, for those who have been good examples of how to live and do life. 
Thank you for people who have provided security, food and clothing and simply have done their best for us. This morning we ask that you help people who found childhood and teenage years into adulthood difficult and perhaps in their current stage of life today too. May they know that you are a God of compassion and love. Forgive us Lord where we take others for granted or fail to encourage and bless our families. Thank you that you give us strength for each day as it comes along. That you give us new opportunities to learn, to receive good things and be a blessing to others. Amen. Here are some prayers of intercession or prayers for others. We pray for your, Lord, your world, Lord God, especially countries and places where access to COVID vaccine and good health care is difficult. We think of those who work in health care where there has been so much bereavement and loss, where many staff are just exhausted. We think of teachers today and all working in education. We pray for our leaders, both nationally, locally and right across the world, for wisdom, strength and integrity. As we live in a country of great freedom, and wonderful resources. We ask you to help us to bless others with all that you allow us to have. Finally, we focus again on families in all shapes, forms and situations, asking for your blessing upon them. We now have a reading from Psalm 150. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord, more than the watchmen wait for the morning, more than the watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. We now have the hymn, Brother, Sister, 
let me serve you. Bible reading from Mark chapter 3, the verses beginning verse 20 through to verse 35. Jesus accused by his family and by teachers of the law. Then Jesus entered a house, and again a crowd gathered, so that he and his disciples were not able even to eat. When his family heard about this, they went to take charge of him. They said, 
he is out of his mind. And the teachers of the law who came down from Jerusalem said, He is possessed by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. He is driving out demons. So Jesus called them over to him and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they were saying he has an impure spirit. Then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they told him, Your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mother and my brothers? he asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. We now have the hymn or song, Father God, I wonder how I manage to exist. Sing your praises, I will sing your praises, I will sing your praises. 
words are powerful and important. Although we often hear the phrase or the saying, actions speak louder than words, our words are still remembered and have a big impact. In some ways, I suppose, they actually define us. Words can be used cheaply and shared quickly. It's now possible to send messages to people all around the world very quickly. And how easily uh, we can do that by emailing and texting. And sometimes we can get things a bit wrong. So here's two mistakes that I've made uh, probably in the last few months. They both involve our church organist at Hope Farm, Adrian Pallant, and he knows I'm going to talk about them uh, today. First of all, I sent an email to him, which read, Dear Adrian, A-D-R-A-I-N. Instead of the word Adrian, I got um, the letters mixed up. And so I suppose it came across to Adrian that he seemed to be a person who could be a bit of a draining presence. I was really quick to apologise and to ensure, assure him that he encouraged me um, in my life's journey and was a good friend to me. The second mistake, probably just as bad, I sent an email that said, Good morning, my fiend, F-I-E-N-D. I missed out the letter R. So, we all make mistakes. We all get our words a bit mixed up. I've found uh, putting together a podcast to be a very challenging experience as opposed to speaking uh, to to people in a live church service. I want to go on record thanking Pete Wildman for his great help in this area. A person once said to me, when you're preaching, uh, Pastor John, don't worry too much about what you're going to say. I've always tried to be well prepared for a message. But I think what that person was pointing to was the fact that God, through his Holy Spirit, influences our words as speakers, uses our mistakes even, to connect with people who are listening. And that encourages me um, today, because I never quite feel that I have the words or the message all put together as well as they might be. If I um, asked each of you after this podcast, if I did a survey, you would all re remember my words differently because of your stage of your life's journey, because of what's happening in your family, just because of how life is for you in these moments. So we all receive and hear a message or the words differently. The words I use today are quite powerful and emotive. 
they will provoke responses from us because Jesus is talking about family and inevitably we will start thinking about brothers, sisters, daughters, fathers and others. Memories will be provoked. Memories will flood our minds. Good times. Very ordinary times perhaps. Holidays. Other days which haven't been as happy. Our families give us roots. And we experience and do life in our formative times amongst our relatives. Those of you who are receiving this message live at Hope Farm will hear my tone of voice, will see my face, my gestures and so on. We can't do that so well on podcasts perhaps perhaps we can neither can we um, be too accurate about Jesus tone of voice facial expressions and so on but we can be very clear about his words and I will be repeating his words through this message who are my brothers and who are my mother and my brothers he said he asked then he looked around at those seated in a circle around him and said here are my mother and my brothers whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother How are we hearing or understanding those words today? They can seem a bit unthoughtful, dismissive even, a bit negative about Jesus-related family, people who have come to where Jesus is, people who understand he's causing some controversy amongst the religious leaders and others. People who think he's probably just going a bit too far, that he needs a rest, a meal, a bit of space for himself. Family who seem to have his best interests at heart. Jesus' family don't barge through the crowd, but they are there close by, sending others to gain his attention for them. Who are my mother and my brothers? he asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Why does Jesus say these things? We should remember as we consider his words here, his provision for his mother Mary, as his life ebbed away on the cross, where he gave his life for all humanity, all the sins 
of all the people of the world for all time he thought of Mary who I suppose was at some risk as a woman in that society John chapter 19 verse 26 reads when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby he said to her woman here is your son and to the disciple here is your mother from that time on this disciple took her into his home Jesus arrival on earth did bring conflict though conflict in families conflict amongst people parents brothers and sisters split loyalties in terms of who would truly put Jesus first in their lives where some Christians would follow Jesus and others would not think of Muslim families today Muslims who convert to following Jesus that's a situation where a family member is seen as a disgrace in the community Jesus said in Matthew 10 verse 34 do not suppose I have come to bring peace to the earth I did not come to bring peace but a sword for I have come to turn a man against his father a daughter against her mother a daughter-in-law against her mother a man's enemies will be the members of his own household anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me whoever find whoever finds their life will lose it and whoever loses their life for me for my sake will find it here Jesus makes the point that those who follow him must put him first in their lives even before their family our love for Jesus should transcend our love for family this is demanding and this is tough but in living this way we will find life as intended by God Jesus words where he says who are my mothers and brothers whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother these words point us to the fact that when we follow him we become part of a worldwide family of believers Christian people not just in the UK but all around the world who we have a close connection or unity with 
people we relate to as brothers, sisters, mothers, and so on, in the faith. This is wonderful. I don't know if any of you have travelled abroad on mission trips and experienced the joy of meeting um, family in the faith. I know Steve Cooper in the last year or two went, I think, to Ghana in Africa. And I'm sure Steve would have had some of that uh, kind of experience. It's not just travelling to other countries. When Liz and I moved from Norfolk, to Keithley in Yorkshire, where we lived for several years. We found new family in the faith. And then moving to this town, moving to Ellesmere Port, again, we have connected with new brothers and sisters and mothers and family. From personal experience, that's a massive help in settling into a new community. On behalf of myself and Liz, thank you for your prayers and friendships and support to us since we arrived in this town. Who are my mothers and brothers? Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and my sister and my mother. I've kept saying those words this morning. You might think I've run out of words of my own. But you know, more seriously, repeating words is good. It's a good way to teach and to get a point across. Repeatedly saying the same thing. It came to mind about my mother. She would always say to my brother, myself and our younger sister, before we went out uh, to a party or something, remember to say, yes please, and no thank you. Jesus' words in the Bible, in some Bibles, of course, are in red, and they really stand out from the rest of the text. Here are my mothers and brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. How many people is that around the world? What figure would any of us imagine that is? There are some people around the world who would never um, profess to be Christians. Or follow Jesus. It occurred to me as I prepared this message. There are people mentioned in the Bible. As being used to do God's will. There's a verse in the book of Isaiah. And no I can't tell you the reference. That says something about um, Cyrus. A powerful cruel tyrant of a ruler. Who God used as his servant. He was used to do God's will. It's thought provoking to think how many people are actually doing things in God's will, even if Cyrus wasn't actually doing that intentionally, we might say. 
but we have many brothers and many sisters around the world new people to connect with and to get to know people who pray for us people who encourage us people who have never met us and may not do this side of eternity new friends in which to rejoice in people like in our own uh, blood related families we might find difficult and challenging all part of the worldwide family of faith I hope we are doing our best to play our part in that worldwide family of faith encouraging blessing praying connecting with others Jesus is not saying we should ignore those we are related to we have a responsibility and an important role to play there he is just pointing us and others to the wonderful worldwide family of faith he's been accused in this passage in Mark first of all by the teachers of the law well we can probably expect that to some extent and also the family comes across as being quite challenging and demanding too but they were thinking probably that he's gone gone out of his mind he's taking no rest he's not eating he's not had enough sleep let's get him away from here but the reply which I've said so often already as you know here are my mother and my brothers whoever does God's will is my brother and my sister and my mother in conclusion as followers of Jesus we are part of a new family have you thought about it are we really experiencing it and playing the part we should be in this wonderful uh, new thing let's enjoy it
So as we close our worship time together today, here is a prayer of blessing. Father, we thank you that your presence is with us every day. We ask that you send us out with courage and wisdom, living the life you call us to live. Thank you that when we put you first in life, you give us new family all around us. We ask that you help us to be a good part of that wonderful family. We thank you for the families we've been born into. We ask you to help us too to play our part in the wonderful unit of our birth families. Now, the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. <laughs>